Hello, and welcome to AssureReady's Tips from the Insurance Pros Podcast. In this series, we talk with insurance pros as they share ideas and insights that you can use today. I'm your host, Matt, and we're back to share more tips on one of the most enduringly popular products out there, critical illness insurance. Today on the show, we have Jim Cush, founder and president of JK Financial Group. Jim has 31 years in the insurance space and has seen phenomenal success adding critical illness insurance to his health business. He's here to talk about his strategy and the reason CI is vitally important to all your health clients. So we're excited to have him on the show. Welcome, Jim. Good to be here. Let's let's get going and uh, let's talk a little bit about you so our audience can get to know who they're they're talking to here. Uh, Can you share just a, a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure. Um, I actually came out of school, worked in an office job at a steel company for about 10 years, had nothing to do with sales. Uh, it was a good position, steady and all that, but uh, I guess I just wasn't uh, pleased. And so I'm going to give my age away a little bit here. I looked in the newspaper in a classified ads uh, for another position, and I answered an ad and went and met with a gentleman uh, who was recruiting for the insurance business and promised you could make 100000 a year and all that type of stuff. And it intrigued me. And so I went to work there and it was, it was tough to start. I don't have to you know, tell you that, but um, I worked hard and it, it seemed to work out. I've been in the business now 31 years. Uh, initially, my start was just doing health coverage, just health plans. About 15, 16 years ago, I branched off and my main focus is actually life insurance, uh, especially cash value life, but we still do health plans for our clients. Uh, and that's where Assurity comes in uh, with their critical illness. So that's a little bit about me. If anything else you want to know, ask. I'm an open book. So, Oh, fantastic. Um, so what does your business mostly look like these days? Uh, which which products make up the, the bulk of your sales? The main focus, again, is life insurance, especially cash value life programs. Um, but our clients that we deal with, they're typically, I'm not going to say high end, but, you know, upper middle class or so. And uh, they have to pay for all their healthcare uh, benefits because they're business owners, self-employed people, typically. And so they struggle with that. So uh, we've put together a health program that I think addresses their needs very well. Uh, and part of that package is uh, critical illness with assurance. So yeah, let's let's talk about critical illness because that's that's what we're all here to talk about today. Right. Why is it so important to you that critical illness is a part of this package you're offering your clients? And why do you think that it's... Uh, it brings value to that package? Yeah, good question. Um, every agent I've ever trained, we always teach them CBI, client's best interest. You always do what's in the client's best interest, no matter what. And uh, what led me to start dealing with critical illness as part of our package uh, is three statistics that I had come across uh, over the years. One was that the amount of bankruptcies filed in the United States, uh, the majority of them are due to people who have medical insurance at the time. And yet they're due to medical costs. And I couldn't understand why that happened. Uh, and then I guess you're going to can look at two different things. One American Cancer Society says that about 45% of all out-of-pocket costs associated with cancer has nothing to do with what your medical plan covers. It's uncovered expenses like you know, time missed from work, travel expenses, things that your medical plan doesn't cover. Uh, the other thing was when it comes to heart attacks. Um, uh, I think it was Dr. Bernard who first uh, started doing heart transplants back in the late 60s, uh, really worked hard in critical illness because he said it wasn't the first heart attack that kills somebody, it's the second. And why do people have a second heart attack? The majority of reasons that they found was that they had to go back to work too soon for financial reasons. Uh, 
if they had a critical illness plan in place, which would allow them more time off to recuperate before going back and joining the workforce, that second heart attack that killed them would have never happened. So those statistics led me to believe that, you know, if we're really preaching CBI, client's best interest, that needs to be part of our package. I guess that's the best answer I can give you. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great too, especially going into that that background with uh, Dr. Barnard, who helped to develop that very first CI policy. Absolutely. So it's it's uh, it really just illustrates the financial importance of of critical illness insurance, especially now in this uh, this age of high deductible health plans. Right. Among your clients, Jim, uh, what what proportion of them would you say have an HDHP right now? Hundred percent. And it's, I think that that's just a statement to uh, how widespread these are becoming in the American healthcare uh, landscape. Sure. Um, and it's those rising costs of healthcare, especially those upfront costs that so many people with uh, an HDHP are going to be uh, saddled with, um, that can often open up the door to uh, conversations about critical illness insurance with your clients. Sure. Um, so that's that's a big one we hear. But are, are there are there other approaches that you use to start CI discussions, or uh, if it is the rising cost of healthcare that typically brings it up there, how do you how do you start that talk? Everybody who can qualify for the coverage with me has it. I think everybody should have it because the last thing, the last call I want to do get from a client is you sold me this health plan. I've got this serious thing going on in my family and I have to pay all this money that they're not covering. We've all seen those uh, jars out, you know, at a drugstore or something with someone's picture on it, drop some change in here for, you know, so-and-so's medical situation or been invited to one of those spaghetti dinners to raise money for Johnny because he needs this you know, medical thing done. Uh, what I tell my client is I'm, what I do, I make sure that never happens to you. And this is part of it. I think we've seen even more of that these days in the, the age of online crowdfunding, right. where uh, there are so, so many people that just expect that they can uh, go and start a GoFundMe, right? If they were to, uh, to, to suffer a serious illness, but that, that just doesn't cut it for, for so many people. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct with that, Matt. So in bringing all this up, you've uh, kind of alluded to uh, uh, to this in, in, with a few of your, your answers so far, but how do you uh, discuss the value of critical illness with your clients? Um, say somebody's just walked in, you're, you're explaining it to them. Uh, what's a typical way you, you would introduce that product to them? And, and typically, I'm not selling critical illness uh, as a standalone. Sure. Uh, I'm selling it as part of the health plan. So as I'm going through the coverage, I explain the major medical, and then I show them, okay, part of your plan is going to have a critical illness. And what that means to you, Matt, is that uh, if anybody on the uh, coverage has a heart attack, cancer, stroke, this plan is going to be pay $50,000 directly to you above and beyond whatever the major medical does. They may pay the whole bill, but this still goes to cover any potential out-of-pocket expenses you may have. And then I cite like the American Cancer Society statistic or something like that. Uh, but then just using sales technique, as I do all the way through when I'm selling them the product, I ask them what they think about that. How does that sound to you? Matt, is that something your old coverage does for you? Of course it doesn't. They don't have that. And so what do you think about that as part of your package? What are they going to say? But yeah, that's great. Yeah. When you, when you lay it out that simply, uh, the value of critical illness becomes incredibly apparent. So we've we've talked a lot about you know how important it is for the client, and yet you don't see the... Uh, anywhere close to a hundred percent uptake in the market for, for critical illness insurance. So why is it you think that, that so many agents aren't offering it or if they're hesitant of it, what would you say to them in terms of why they should add critical illness to their offerings? 
the thing that uh, an agent has to do first before they sell the concept of critical illness is sell that concept to themselves. Because if, if you can tell I'm passionate about critical illness and having it part of the plan, it's part of every package I sell, because I believe it's in the client's best interest to have that. I think they're more well protected if I provide them with that. I think I'm doing my job. If as an agent, you don't feel that way, then you're just selling for commission and you should never do that as an agent. I've, tra- I've, I've trained a couple thousand agents in my career. And one thing I always tell them is if you're selling something just to make a commission, go sell for somebody else. I never worry about commission. If you put a client in the best position you can, commissions take care of themselves. So I think if an agent really wants to be serious about critical illness, you need to think about your reasons for selling it, not why the client needs it, your reasons for selling it to them, to market it to them. And if you believe strongly that, hey, that's going to put him in the best position as I do, you're never going to struggle marketing critical illness. And you'll do what we do here at our agency, and you're going to sock it on every single client you have just because it's best for them. That's a really good way to look at it. And definitely something I, I yeah, I think we, we all agree should be, uh, should be considered by pretty much everybody out there. That being said, I'm not asking Assurity to cut my commissions at all, just so you know. <laughs> Uh, definitely not. Okay. So we've been, uh, we've been really working here to speed processing times for a critical illness business, something that's, uh, historically been a bit of a pain point. Has a quicker turnaround time for issuing CI policies, uh, helped your business? Absolutely. And I tell you, you guys are awesome at that too. I mean, this stuff gets, the majority of it's issued within a day, um, which is awesome for me. The, the major medical health plan that I'm selling is predominantly guaranteed issue. And we normally, most clients are looking for their product to start on the first of the month, you know, if they have something else they're replacing. And this allows us that we know it's going to get issued that quickly. And the issue rates are phenomenal. As long as the clients can answer no to the questions, honestly, it's going to be approved. We can set that up, uh, the effective date, to coincide with when the major medical starts, like on the first of the month. So if I'm writing something, a critical illness uh, with a surety, even if it's on the 15th of the month, um, you know, I know it's going to be issued in a couple of days. I'll put uh, in the notes they ask for in the part of the uh, online application. I just say, hey, please issue with an effective date of, let's say, October 1st in this case. Um, and that will coincide then really nicely with their major medical and run together. So it, it helps. And I don't very rarely do I have to do anything as far as to get that policy issued once I do the application, as long as that's done correctly and they, and they can answer you know, note all those questions. They don't have any medical situations. Uh, and we, we pre-screen them before we do an application, obviously. Um, that policy is going to be issued and issued quick. So there's no back-end work as far as trying to get, you know, with underwriting or anything. So no, it's been phenomenal. So from where you are, uh, what are some other things that uh, carriers can do to help support CI business? Carriers in general, I, I, I can't think of a whole lot that Assurity can do. I and mean, I'm not trying to uh, give you guys a huge pat on the back even though deservedly, I think you have, you have it coming um, because uh, I've get great support from surety. Some other agencies don't issue as quickly as you guys do. Um, some other, uh, uh, and the reason I deal with surety, some other uh, agents, uh, companies, I should say, uh, when you call up, I mean, it's like, yeah, we'll get back to you in 24 to 48 hours. You get these type of answer. And, and we don't want that. When I call somebody to surety, someone picks up the phone, they talk to you, they handle your situation and it's taken care of. So I, I just think the ease of dealing with your company really helps. And that makes a big difference. Well, we, we love to hear it. Uh, we really do. 
Um, and it's it's great to hear that it's you know it's helping you and uh, every everyone that that you're working with to uh, make make sure that business can get out the doors as quick as possible. So uh, that's phenomenal. Do you have any stories you could share about a time you delivered a claims check to a client? Um, I've delivered um, a, a couple of CI checks over the years, and but and the same token, a number of life insurance uh, checks, and it's the same thing. Uh, it's always a difficult situation, but I have not had one instance where that client was thankful, relieved. I mean, you've taken a burden off of them, a heavy financial burden in many cases. Um, and deservedly, they, they, they should be getting that check. They paid the premiums. Uh, but when people are paying premiums on something that's un- intangible, like a life insurance product, a CI product, uh, it becomes real when you deliver that check and you see the effect it really has on people. Um, if you have, if you're an agent out here listening to this and you've never the occasion to have to deliver one of these checks, the first time you do, you'll see just how important a job it is that you do. Trust me on that. Um, my mother-in-law lived with me and my my wife for 31 years. Um, she was widowed when my wife was five years old, and um, you know after we got married and had our first child, she was older when she had my wife. Uh, she moved in with us, and uh, which was a great, great experience. But boy, did she struggle up until that point because her husband died when he was 48 years old of a heart attack and had no life insurance. I think the union he belonged to, they had like a, like a little burial, a couple thousand dollar thing with part of his union contract or something. But that was it. And uh, she had to raise my wife, Cheryl, by herself. And I will tell you that had they had life insurance, it would have made a tremendous uh, difference in their life. So I've seen that personally from the other end. And and maybe that's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it too, because I know how uh, my mother-in-law and my wife struggled as my wife grew up financially because of that. Do you have any, any last comments or advice you'd like to share with anybody who's uh, either selling critical illness right now or considering getting into the, the space? Really nothing I haven't said. I mean, the biggest thing I would say is do by, right by your client. Um, we've always preached CBI, client's best interest. And I've learned in life, if you help another, enough other people get what they want out of life, you get what you want out of life. If you're selling or marketing products, commission first, shame on you. Um, put the client in the best possible position. They're going to be your client for life. And believe me, the money will take care of itself. It has for me. I think that's that's phenomenal advice for anybody selling insurance in general. Um, and yeah, you can tell that you're, you're really living it, Jim. So yeah, thank you so much for everything today. You've uh, had some remarkable insights. Oh, no problem. Thanks for tuning in to Assurity's Tips from the Insurance Pros podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes, and in the meantime, check out the rest of our catalog for more tips on critical illness insurance or whatever else you're selling. If you'd like to learn more about Assurity's critical illness insurance, you can visit assurity.com slash critical dash outlook. Otherwise, you can email us at podcast at assurity.com, and we'd be happy to connect you with a regional rep in your area to take a deeper dive. Thanks for listening. For producer use only, not for use with the general public, not for use in New York. Assurity is a marketing name for the mutual holding company Assurity Group Incorporated and its subsidiaries. Those subsidiaries include, but are not limited to, Assurity Life Insurance Company and Assurity Life Insurance Company of New York. Insurance products and services are offered by Assurity Life Insurance Company in all states except New York. 
In New York, insurance products and services are offered by Assurity Life Insurance Company of New York, Albany, New York. Product availability features and rates may vary by state.